0: Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure. 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history. Did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at curiositystream.com.
1: Hello everyone. Welcome in. Today we are live for episode 27 of the Podwans podcast. I am joined by my co-host, Luke. Say hello. What's up, guys? And today's going to be a special episode. We only got one episode to cover. It's Supply Lines in Season 3 of Clone Wars, which is the Ryloth episode with Imagundi and King Katunko. It'll be a very fun episode to talk about. And we are joined by a very special guest. We'll be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll
2: be. Yeah, it'll be a second time, but we're going to do the other thing first. Okay. And then we'll bring him in.
1: You'll see him in after
3: this. He never was made it as Obi-Wan's battle, But he might make it as mine.
1: We are joined by Bring him in. Aiden talks Star Wars topics. Hi, how are you doing, Aiden?
4: I'm doing great. What's up, guys? How are you doing? doing pretty oh.
2: good. Just fantastic! Good job, Char. Good job. Good I'm proud idea. of you. you. You, you, you took initiative, and I like it. I like it you a lot. You did. Hey, you know. What? Everybody, hey. give it a round. Everybody, give him a round of applause. Give please, him a round please, of please. applause.
1: No paparazzi, please. Unless you're paying me. yeah, um, yeah. no
2: paparazzi. <laughs> no paparazzi. Um,
1: but yeah, today's going to be a very special episode. Um, and then tomorrow we're going to be talking about episode three of the Book of Boba Fett. So we have a yep. pretty jam-packed schedule for. Usually it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are our main episode days or yeah. our main live days. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yes.
2: and and we we hit the big milestone last week at a hundred subscribers. 100 so subs. Thank you guys. Thank you all. We appreciate the... you guys. You guys are the what you guys are what gets makes us uh, lets us do what we want to do. Um and we couldn't do it without you. Um, so I appreciate it. Um also if you're not following Aiden Talks Star Wars Topics on TikTok. Go do it now! Because... Yeah,
1: we are we are currently on a mission yes. to get Aiden, Malik, Malik Pink Sir. Milk.
2: Yep. And yeah, we got a bunch uh, of people that Chris are trying from... to get
1: to a thousand followers on TikTok. Yeah. To get them to go live with us and just grow their channel more on TikTok. So if you no, don't yeah, mind absolutely going and appreciate to his guys, channel appreciate would be great. It.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, I'm really, really enjoying this, like whole, like, especially with Boba Fett, like coming out. It's like. We finally got the wave of Star Wars content, and, and like Star Wars TikTok is actually like, it's 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 been pretty active, but now it's now we're really going. Now we're yeah,
1: really yeah. This, this is the best it's part. It's only just starting.
4: Well. It's mm-hmm. only just starting with this mm-hmm. year. So yeah, this year absolutely is
1: a lot in store, a lot in store. And when I started TikTok, that was when Mandalorian season two was just about to end. So we were kind of on the decline when it comes of Star Wars TikTok being very popular. So. When I was making content, it wasn't as vibrant as it is now because we have the Book of Boba Fett out. So I'm excited. Every single Star Wars content creator should just be having a blast right now talking about the Mm -hmm. Book of Boba Fett and any type of Star Wars, even if it's past, present, or in the future. So, oh, yeah. And we hit
2: everything. I was actually in a TikTok live. uh, Well, I'm in TikTok live now, but I was in somebody else's. Um, I think it was Ken Kybers or whatever. Um, She was doing painting and she had mentioned how. How she liked our show because we were inclusive of everybody and getting different perspectives. Uh, and so we'll we'll have her on well one of these days, but um let's go to the chat. Scholar all the way from Ireland. Uh, yeah, Ayo, you A-O. I get
1: an award for being early? Nope. Um no, but here I do have a little Oscar right here that says best uncle, if that's sufficient enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, i feel um, like that works i mean would you accept it i think you uh, could. harris or says
2: what? nope uh he says worth a try chris star wars lawyer is here if you guys aren't following star wars lawyer go follow him now he's doing a great job on tiktok and on uh twitch and he's also got a podcast too black too nerdy go check yep. that out on spotify uh saint pat
1: Hello, thank saint you for pat. joining
2: uh brian with the beard brian with the beard brian with the beard man beard man you know, uh, you, you're all too early. Get back to bed or go back to bed. You know, it's...
1: So Bobo in the chat said, y'all are so awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, well,
2: thank you. Thank we you. appreciate that a whole lot.
1: Thank you. Um, then...
2: Xcore, <laughs> what's up, my nerds?
1: And then I see Scholar said, I accept with humility. <laughs> 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 you, want, you want the best uncle award? Oh, go ahead. man. Oh, my goodness. Are, I don't know oh, if you're even gosh. an uncle or not. I don't know if you have any siblings that have um, had kids or... So,
2: yeah. so, Char, you weren't here last week, but, I was um, never. um, <laughs> x every single time you're not on, it, he, he always comments, is Char part of the podcast anymore?
1: <laughs> no, just like, yeah, it was he just, is. Uh, oh. last week was just a handful and winter break really was just not the yeah. right, like the timing of everything was just not ideal for me to come on the show. So now I feel it's it's a good time to, you know, get back in the mix because that's all the stuff that I don't have to worry about anymore. And I think Luke's talking to his dog. I don't know. Luke, are you talking to your dog?
2: No, I'm talking to the TikTok people, the people oh. on the live. Cause remember okay. I'm live streaming this. Like, I wasn't sure if you were people... talking to
1: a ghost or not.
4: And, uh, you
2: you know, know, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> uh, it's not right, unbelievable
4: you... that he would do something like that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you ready
4: to dive into this episode? Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Let's, let's do it. Let's dive in. Um, so Aiden, obviously we know how you got into Star Wars. I'm not gonna ask you that. But I wanna I wanna know what is your favorite Star Wars moment?
4: Oh gosh, you're uh getting me on the spot here. Favorite Star Wars <laughs> moment. Uh definitely I think for me personally, my favorite moment in star Wars, and this is kind of a common one, but it's the scene in a new hope where Luke exits the Lars homestead and looks at the binary sunset, hoping for a a greater adventure, a a greater uh, belonging in his life. Um, and that, that moment has always resonated with me, kind of, uh, searching for your purpose in life and, um, why you're here and whatnot. So that's probably my favorite moment in Star Wars. Yeah, and that's, that's awesome. also
1: George Lucas's favorite moment in Star Wars too, because he said himself that that scene reminds him of himself. Because when he made Mark Hamill do that scene, he was it reminded him that like, where is my life going to go from here? It's like yeah. a young boy that doesn't know his place in the world. Mm-hmm. That it's his story is just getting started and it's just growing more and more and more. So no that's chart. why it's his favorite exactly. scene. And it's yeah. and it's a very memorable scene. Like yeah, when absolutely. you think of Star Wars, you think of binary sunset, you think of Luke Skywalker, and that mm-hmm. scene is like like the like the uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's like the uh like the market image of Star Wars. No, and yeah, it's absolutely. been like a continuum, like you see Luke, Luke passing in in the last Jedi looking at a twin sunset, and then you have his story start at a twin sunset. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just amazing it's like i i really like that scene too aiden i really i agree with you on that
2: what is that yours though is that your favorite star wars moment
1: mine it's probably i think it's the the i love you i know scene from empire strikes that's Back. that's a good mm-hmm. one
2: that's that is a one. really good i one. actually
1: have the uh those shirts that they sell at disney
2: oh uh, nice
1: and the sure. han saying i know that's the one that i have and then they have leia saying mm-hmm. uh, i love I you, love you. Mm, yeah
2: nice Nice, I only nice, got nice. the
1: I know one, and then all my all my family members like asked me like, "What's I know?" And I was like, "Ah," because none uh, of my now you family is very into it. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so there's like a very, very iconic scene in Star Wars that involves this response. <laughs> so, that's all I have to say. Honestly,
2: oh my goodness! Let's, Why is let's order sixty six. Order sixty six. Wow. Do you just like, do you, like, do you the heart-breaking crying? punch? Like, I mean, if you like that, then go read the High Republic
1: adult no, no, novels, no, please. No problem with shedding tears, but damn. My
3: <laughs> God. just
4: gut You just like being hurt, punch. and that's okay. Well, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: which, which version of Order 66, though? Yeah, because cool. we've seen it in Revenge of the Sith. We've seen it in the Bad Batch. We saw it in the Clone Wars.
4: Like, which yeah. one? Like which part of of Order Sixty Six is your a good favorite? Question. It, it, it could even be the deleted scenes of Order Sixty Six. You never know. No, right? oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, I would have to say mine is actually the sequel trilogy part of the sequel trilogy. Uh, is it the
1: one that a scholar just commented?
2: Uh, my favorite is either uh, "We Are What They Grow Beyond" moment with Yoda. That is a good one, and Luke's death is a good one. But honestly, mine is uh, hearing the voices. Oh, really, hmm. huh. uh, That one gets me every single time because it's not only just the see. It's just it's not just Luke Skywalker talking, but it's it's branching three different trilogies all into one. Like you can, and you get to hear Kanan, Ahsoka, like all of these iconic uh, Jedi characters talking in in overcoming in, in like. It's so good. I just love it. I I did a TikTok video about it a couple of months ago, and I took the video of like the actual scene, and like it gets me every single time. It just does. It's it's, it's an it's an incredible scene. It's not the greatest movie, but it is my favorite um, favorite scene.
1: Um, yeah, it's a really great scene. And if all of you in the chat, if you want to go ahead and express your favorite scene in all of Star Wars, oh yeah, by all means I would love to hear what your favorite yoda lifting that actually wait that's actually my favorite scene in star wars never mind i I completely yoda yoda
2: lifting the x-wing yeah
3: that's a close second for me
1: most of my favorite scenes in star wars come from empire strikes back because i am one of the biggest empire strikes back sympathizers and protectors and
2: i mean i would say the my second one well my favorite line of star wars is the force is with you young skywalker but you are not a Jedi yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's that why scene. Empire, in my mind, that. is the
1: greatest Star Wars movie, like unanimously, because of the moments that that movie has. It's just, it's just cornerstone Star Wars. Yeah. Like every single, yeah. every single quote that you hear, and even the music, you hear it constantly. Like you can hear the Imperial yeah. March song played at college football games. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. No, yeah. Um,
2: X-Core goes, You failed, Your Highness. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. That's a good one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, but yeah, thank if Chris didn't
1: mention Yoda lifting the X-wing, I would have completely forgot. But that is my my all-time favorite scene. St. Pat also
2: agrees. It's it's um uh when Luke throws away his lightsaber on the Death Star. That's a good one too. That's a really good one. Um
1: X X said L O L Pat gets it.
2: Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Said, let's uh let's get into it char plot summary All season right, three episode three <clears throat> supply lines let's i haven't go. done
1: this in a while so it's it's gonna be a little bit different i haven't done a, i haven't done a plot summary reading in about almost a month wow it's been a while ready let's do, do it do, 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 do. a world under siege the Separatists have launched a massive offensive against the planet Ryloth. A blockade of deadly battleships has cut off any support for the dwindling Republic defenses. Now they have fought valiantly with the help of Twi'lek freedom fighter Chem Sandula. Hope is fading from Jedi Master D and his men as the droid army closes in. Nice. There you go. That was good. It Very was good, good to get you, get,
2: get, you, get you get you back into it. Um, but, uh, right off the bat, like this, so this canonically is supposed to be like one of the first episodes of the Clone Wars, if mm-hmm. you're watching it in chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think it's interesting that they did this episode after the Ryloth arc and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so like we get, um, we see Ryloth getting invaded, uh, by the Separatist, uh, Jedi Master I'm gonna die uh i gonna say it say like
1: that? that it's i'm a goondi, not i'm uh, gonna uh, die well,
2: that's what it's supposed to be is i'm going i'm going <laughs> right die. on the nose
4: you know right I, it is you know
2: it's right on the nose great job george great job um <laughs> but uh the republic is very very short uh they're outmanned outgun at this point the blockade in that the separatists have around ryloth is crushing republic forces on the on the ground um uh, so, this is our first ever canon uh, sighting of Cham.
1: Mm-hmm. That's um, true, and
2: it really, really shows. So, if you if you watch this episode and then watch the Ryloth arc, his uh, his actions and his like demeanor with the with the clones and like with the mm-hmm. Jedi is 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 very much more explained. Like, it, like it makes more sense. In that arc, when you're watching it after you watch, yeah, watched this and movie, I don't think people
1: sure. really understand how big of a deal Doula is to the Star Wars universe. Like he plays such a intricate part of the Rebellion and the Republic, and just the whole entire planet of Ryloth. Like he's like the first real uh, person on Ryloth to be a, like the biggest freedom fighter they've ever had. And Twi'leks are obviously known for becoming becoming slaves i hate saying that word but they're slaves or they work in the crime business kind of like Big fortuna yep it's twi'lek's lives are not really they're like they're they're not really too like they don't really hold too much importance like they're kind of just that's why Ayla Secura is such a big deal because she was yeah. one of the first twi'lek's to become a jedi
2: yeah she was absolutely because
1: the standard there is you either become a you become in the, you become a part of the criminal underworld or you stand up for something bigger than yourself. And that's what Champs and Doula is.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, and also, you know, Champs and Doula is the people's man, unlike uh Senator Ornfrey Ta. Oh no, don't get yeah, me started on, on that guy. That I, was... I won't get started, but later on in the episode, I will give him credit. He actually did, but you know, we'll get there when we get there. But in this yeah. episode, there was a side of him shown that isn't normally there because a, a, his viewpoint is that he needs to put his own personal wealth and own personal gain above even his own people. Um, yeah. Whether it be in what he votes for in the Senate or just how he acts, how he mm-hmm. portrays himself and whatnot. So yeah, absolutely. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's why Cham and Orn Free Ta have such a, Tumultuous relationship because Cham is the leader that Ryloth deserves, but Tar is the leader that Ryloth
2: has. Has. Absolutely. That's a great way of saying that, Aiden. I, I don't think I could have said that any better myself. Like that, that, that was so well said. I would have just said Cham, Cham rocks and Umfrey tar sucks. But like the way you worded that makes a whole lot of sense. And it, and it's true. Like Cham is, is on the boots on the ground. He's not in Coruscant. He's, he's fighting for his people. Whereas own free is not doing anything. He uh, is just, just hanging out, uh, going to Mandalore, doing lavish lavish things, going to Senate meetings. Like, come on, man, if you're going to represent the people to actually, actually go to Ryloth every once in a while. And I mean, and, you, and you see that look a lot. The, and look, look, at the, as well.
4: look at the size of him too. He's yeah eating well, a lot better than the yeah. citizens of his planet, especially oh, yeah, absolutely. during this early t- period in the Clone Wars. Oh
2: well, yeah, absolutely. um But uh so basically, we, we it, like when it cuts from the plot summary, we are straight into action. Mm-hmm. And oh my goodness, this is like Umbara like action, like fighting. You know what I mean? um You get to see like in depth like fighting with the with the separatists and like the clones and both the Twilight. Twilight's and the clones each like supporting each other. You get to see that for the first time. Um, I really, really enjoy this parts, these parts of the episode. The other stuff, I get it. It's 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 supposed to push the plot along. I understand that. But it like if I could have gotten like a whole episode of Just Cham in in Onig- on a on Onaga D and um like the clones battling. I feel like this, this episode would rank up a lot more higher up than for me personally.
1: Oh, we're already getting to the rankings of the episode.
4: <laughs> no, I'm I'm just saying like we're,
1: like we're like over an hour ahead now,
4: but no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I feel like this episode is um kind of well, not I I shouldn't say perfect episode, but it reaches such a diverse group of prequel fans because mm-hmm. you have the political aspect. You have the, um, the the deception and the manipulation of the Sith happening in this episode as well. Um, you have the war aspect of the Clone Wars in the prequels, which of course is to be expected. So it kind of hits all these different notes, I would say, in just the right amount of um, doses uh, mm, okay. to make it like a pretty well-fledged episode, all things yeah. considered. yeah
2: um so cham comes up to uh master Gun- uh on Un- Un- Gun- um and it's like we're we're running out of rations our our cannon our uh our our cannons they're running out of uh fuel like we're we're not gonna last very long and the jedi master tries to get support and they're not able to they're they're He's like uh, I can't remember the general's name, or not the general. It's the Admiral Dow.
4: Yeah, Admiral Dow.
2: Admiral Dow, and he's like, "Well, I'll try to communicate with the Jedi Temple and see what they can do." And he contacts the Jedi Temple, begging uh, that reinforcements be dispatched before his ship is destroyed. Since no relief forces are close by, the Jedi Council, uh, represented by Yoda, Mace, and Obi Wan, asks Senator Organa. Um, who has finished a senate mission to travel to nearby Toydaria as a, as the and ask King Katunta to to oh man God I am awful Kutuko. Kutuko. King katunko
1: Why K- am I Kutun- always your pronunciation man
2: Because why are you This is why we work because I, you help me pronounce. I pronounce you for
1: Adigalia. I help yes. pronounce what other names, but I always correct you. Always
2: you. <laughs> do you always do, and I'm glad you do because I I would butcher them. Um, and to use his planet as a supply stagging base. And it's hilarious because it's like, they, like Obi-Wan's like, uh, we're going to need a more experienced person. And uh, like the, a s- Senator from Naboo has been dispatched and he goes like, Bale's like, Oh, Padme can handle it. And he's like, uh, that's not who they sent representative Binks and like Bale's face. It's like, ah, oh, and, and
4: happened. his, his response is so perfect. He's like, I understand <laughs>
2: yeah yeah he's just like yep, as that.
4: yep i get it i get i know what i have to do
2: <laughs> i get it so um bail heads to uh toy daria he lands and like instantly jar jar like comes out and he's like trying to act like he's like kind of a big deal like the line of let me through let me through i am on a diplomatic mission <laughs> and and i'm just like thinking the entire time is like bail oh no Oh no, you're going to have to carry this whole thing. And he's like,
4: "Let me do the talking."
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like, "Let me do the talking." Um and I also thought that the Toydarians are very much guarded in in this sense.
3: Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson razor henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each that means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more over a couple years that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way to learn more and to get 100 blades for free go to hensonshavingcom
0: slash holiday for the holidays, get the gift of Curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at CuriosityStream.com slash gift.
4: Um, yeah, at this point, they're still a, very much a neutral system. They want no part of the Clone Wars. Yeah, so they're like, oh, well
2: does Like, they were like, you need to get back in your ship and leave. Like, we don't mess around here at all. Um, But, like, they... I thought it was hilarious how Babel was just like, "All right, we just need to talk to your king. Can you just let us through?" And they're just like, "Okay, wait, well, yeah, whatever. We're not we're not going to really give you a whole bunch of slack and it, uh, a whole bunch of stuff. But they're able to get it done. Um they're granted an audience with the king and his council, but negotiations are rendered because of a lot dodd.
1: This guy, I God, swear,
2: he just is the absolute worst. Yeah, um, also,
1: if you didn't know, Lot Dod also appears in the Phantom Menace.
2: Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, what were your guys' thoughts on like Lot Dod and the like him popping in just at the right time?
4: Well, you know, of course, he's sent by Dooku because, as most things, the Separatists intercepted the highly encoded transmission between the Jedi Council and Senator Organa. Wonder how that could have happened. No idea how that could have happened. Um, I wonder. But especially in this instance, Lot-Dot is very sly and slimy. Yeah. He's he's he, uses, he pretends
1: to be neutral,
4: but it's he, like... He uses the Toydarian's beliefs against Senator Organa's arguments. He's saying, yeah. well, oh, isn't honesty... A Toydarian darian uh, trait that yes. is very much acknowledged on this planet. Oh, and yeah, you know that King Katunko and his ministers are like, well, of course, you know, and whatnot. And he brings up the fact that the relief mission is going to a planet that is currently a battlefield between the Republic and the separatists. Yeah. You know, droids and clone forces are battling for control of the surface and whatnot. No, oh,
2: yeah, absolutely. He does. He he's very good with his words. That would be the best way to say it. He's very well, very good. Well, with that's his
1: words. why Lot Dot is the the senator for the Trade Federation because he's the guy who's able to speak for the Trade Federation to get out of any of the Republic's problems. Because I, I plan on doing a video about this, but about the origins of the Trade Federation and how oh, okay. they kept on capitalizing and monopolizing with the trade routes, but yeah. they also were so powerful. They had a seat in the Senate where they can also avoid getting taxed by the Republic so they can mm-hmm. talk their ways out of losing money because there's such a huge, huge
4: conglomerate yeah. that's just filled with money. And, and, you know, I'm not surprised where he's like, Oh, you know, new, new gunrays an and extremist. The trade federation doesn't ally with what he says. Like yeah. that sounds pretty familiar to uh some other stuff yeah. um, when someone says something like that but you know we won't talk about that yeah <laughs> no yeah it's uh, it's so
2: funny because it's like he's like uh they are going to use this as a as a military base mm-hmm. and it's like like bale and even jar jar are like they're we're, we're not this is a humanitarian relief like this isn't this isn't. A, this that's is just food it. and supplies. This isn't. We're not going to. We're not looking to start a fight here. Like we're just looking to help the people that are in need. And I feel like uh, it's funny because Bail does a great job. It, 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 it's like it almost sings. Like this is what he does for. That's that's how he teaches Leia. Like that's what Leia gets from Bale Is that the we are on a mission to help. We are not here to do destruction or anything
4: like that. You know what I mean? And he he kind of extends the branch where he's like, both Naboo and Alderaan are planets that pride themselves on establishing humanitarian missions. And I know that Toydaria is a planet that holds this belief as well. So he kind of, he connects it and he speaks in such a way Mm -hmm. that is very convincing to the king and all his ministers. And even... I think it might um, be before or it might be after the king reaches his ruling initially. Yes. Where one of the ministers is like, it's in our constitution to help those in need. Yes. Literally a part of their government structure to help those in need whenever problems arise.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Um, It's, it's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, I, I think it's he does play on the heartstrings of like the like the Toydarians like that's one of their values, um, and he kind of uses it to his advantage. Um, so they they uh, King Katunka Tinko Katun Katunka Katun Katunko. Katunka. Katoonko. man Katoonko. oh my goodness i can i can uh, i just you know what <laughs> say, say it 50 just,
1: times and you'll get Katoonka. it down Katoomko. Katoomko. Katoomko.
2: Katoomko. Katoomko. got it got it we got it okay uh king Kato- Kato- oh my god uh
4: you got king this k- king Dunkaroo. k
2: king k um uh officially denies uh like after they debate he basically says like he officially denies the Republic their rights to a base on Toy Daria. But then after the, after the little meeting he goes over and he's like, Hey, Hey, like you can use this. Like we don't, we don't really agree with what's going on. We just want to put up a front so that our neutrality isn't in jeopardy. And
4: and, and what's interesting too, the, the King is so smart because he's like, Hey, I know you already have ships here. I'm not going to let you establish a relief effort on Toydaria, but I will allow you to send the ships that are already here in aid of the Twi'leks where it would raise a lot more suspicion if a lot more Republic um, blockade runners had come in, you know, of course, Lot Dodd would have figured out what was going on. Whereas it's only the ships that were already there, yeah. Instead of an, an expanded operation. So that was a very smart move. It was using the resources to their fullest extent, considering yeah, the situation.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's that's a great way of putting it. And uh, Organa and, and Jar Jar are like, yeah, let's do it. How are we going to do it, though? And Bell's like, I got this. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Um, So he obviously meets with, uh, tells them that the humanitarian factor has actually gained his favor. Um, He agrees to load uh, Organa's ship with uh, preliminary supply of provisions if Organa can keep the involvement of Tordaria a secret, which they
4: do pretty darn well
2: because of a certain, certain Gungan.
4: Look, here's here's what it boils down to, all right? Yeah. Jar Jar's good at three things. What? One, he's good at giving emergency powers to the wrong guy during a state of war. Mm-hmm. Two, he's good at getting himself in trouble no matter the situation he might find himself in. And yeah. three, he is a master of distractions, which very much pays off in this episode. Pays off in a
2: lot of ways think about it um, episode one he he uh, steps in in uh, dung and then he also does the when he tries to take the thing and like distracts a whole bunch of other like he's so like the co- the comic humor but it works in this episode like it wasn't forced too much um and I feel like the Clone Wars does a lot for Jar Jar's character in general it really does a good job for him as well. Um. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Brian and and Xanatos or David are talking. As much as I don't mind charger Jar as a Jar Jar Char Char, sorry. See, that's why you did it, Char. Um, Jar Jar as a character, I still tended to tune out or skip the episodes he was in. Yeah, that, that, that's. I see I that. Jar Jar is thing. my
1: favorite character.
2: Oh, that's false. It's Boba Fett. <laughs> Uh, who's your favorite character? Boba Fett, Jar Jar, right? Yeah, Boba Fett. <laughs> um, besides season seven, I haven't watched most of the Clone Wars in probably seven years, except for the Ryloth arc, which he was on. If you guys want to go check that out, it's a great episode. Um, he did, he did. Uh, then David said, skipped on rewatch. There are still some gems of episode season, that is true. Mm-hmm. That is very true. And I feel like this one's one of them. Uh, So Organa hits upon the plan to have Jar Jar distract the uh, lock dod during a banquet, a task which Jar Jar performs with extraordinary skill. He does a fantastic job uh, with doing the plates. Let's just discuss that for a second. Jar Jar being useful.
4: I was highly impressed. Like I, I didn't know he could do that. So, shout oh, yeah. out! To, shout out to Jar Jar.
2: No, yeah, Char. Your thoughts on the on him doing the plates and stuff?
1: About what Jar Jar doing the plates? Um, hmm. <laughs> I thought it was uh pretty funny. I mean, it was like a I a. It's like something that you wouldn't think Jar Jar would do because like. He doesn't really do many good things, like in terms yeah. of helping the group. But this time, he actually does something that's beneficial for everyone. Um, it's it's not often where Jar Jar <clears throat> is useful. <laughs> um, oh yeah, absolutely. But he this time, useful. he's uh, he did a good job from distracting everyone from the ships. It was it was just so funny to see this is everything about Jar Jar is like I mean like I said before he's my favorite character and just some of the things that he does just really puts a smile on my face. I can't even say that with a straight face. Just, <laughs> Jar Jar is my favorite character.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. Um, um same, same. Pat has a good uh like Jar Jar, Jar, Jar is, is a smarter and more useful, more useful than, than character
1: than people give him credit for.
2: I agree, except he gets uh he gets manipulated unfortunately, but like that works, I guess right?
1: Husa Oh, you saw. Who
2: saw, Are you saw? Um, so what else is good here? Let's look at the chat for a little bit. Um, impressed that you're actually covering all of the episodes. Everyone knows the only relevant arc is the droid arc. You know, <laughs> you're not wrong. It's yes, Mieber
1: Gascon.
5: Mieber. Yes. Mieber Gascon.
1: My name is Mieber Gascon. My name is Mieber Gaston,
2: and I am hey. going to be the one that takes over this ragtag group of droids.
1: Chatting said, Char-Char, I swear from the lighting for a second, you legit look like Matt Lanter.
2: Well, I mean, he is our Anakin. So, Chatton time. Uh, if you guys aren't following him on, on uh, TikTok, go follow him. He's great. He's a great follow. And on, uh, um, and on Twitch, he's... T- Uh, does twitch streams every once in a while (laughs) uh he okay so it's funny that you say that because uh char gets like anakin vibes all the time and i don't know why that is and i'm obi-wan i guess for sure because i can grow i can actually grow facial hair
1: hey hey I don't say that i'm just saying hey hey, 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 hey. don't say that. (laughs) i can though i can more than you okay well you know what okay you know damn well i can grow a mustache that,
2: you seen you? yeah but the, I've mustache, beautiful is must-
1: the mustache, mustache is weird the
2: mustache is great it's weird oh yeah it's weird it's weird i'm gonna grow a mustache um, and i'm gonna
1: get one of those bikes from boca boba just watch
2: see and the other thing is it's like it, it, a scholar brings up a good point jar jar has good intentions which is what matters that is very true mm-hmm.
1: that is true
2: saint pat says i hate Ga- uh uh Mieber gaston worse than krell Ooh, you that. hate
1: me, Bergascon? I love What a Gascon do? I love it. Just he's a, little a map reader. He's fun. Yeah. 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 He's a he's a war general. He's a he's a war hero. Come on.
2: Yeah, Chatting Time Chatting Time says uh, "Oh my god, you are absolutely Anakin and Obi-Wan." <clears throat> that's true. But I would say It's all
1: Obi-Wan's fault. Uh,
2: he's jealous. He's He's holding, he's holding, me, holding back. me back. Uh, that's a good one. Um I'm uh, Brian... I know him
1: better than this. No, uh, yeah uh
2: brian says i'd beg to differ luke yes your beard is better than mine (laughs) uh yeah we are we are acting like them right now that is absolutely true but um, yeah i say we just
1: i say we just yell each other we just yell at each other like yeah yeah that's how we get That Ahsoka always wanted
2: no yeah absolutely um no so like him he doesn't really like like bale uses char uses jar jar perfectly like just perfectly. Now I feel it's,
1: offended. You're com- you're confusing Jar Jar with Char. It's
2: char. so close. <laughs> what are you talking jar. about? Just call me
5: Jar. Uh, you
1: don't say Jar Bings. You say uh, Jar well, Jar.
2: Sometimes I might now. But anyways, um, it's so funny how they use uh, Jar Jar. Um, they do. And it's like it's so perfect because he's like, "All right, I'm gonna tell you when to start uh, distracting them," and, uh, um. And it's like perfect. It's so perfect.
4: Um and, and, and what what makes it even better is the fact that the other Nymoidian that's with Lot Dodd gives Jar Jar applause, like he's actually yes! impressed by it. And yes. then Lot Dodd just gives him the dirty eyes, like, don't you clap at that. Don't yeah. you clap at that.
2: No, yeah, that is that is so that is really, really funny. Uh I no, I did see that all the time.
4: Um Also, can we talk about the fact that the table floats?
2: Yeah! Oh, that is so cool. That is such a cool concept.
4: And it makes sense because the Toydarians are a winged species. So, you know, they're constantly flying around. So it's kind of their natural state to be elevated above ground level, whatever that might be. So it makes sense.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. It does. Absolutely. Um, So Organa is able to keep – he, like he's like we said, he's able to uh, Jar Jar. He's able to use Jar Jar pretty well. Um, while Organa supervises the loading of the relief supplies. Um, meanwhile, the situation on Ryloth is not looking great. Nope, not looking great. Uh, we've got a ton of issues going on. Cham starting to doubt the Republic. Um, the Jedi are getting uh, under- I'm not gonna die Anagundhi is like getting really really desperate and so are the clones and you can see it um, yeah
4: a, a really um a quote from this episode that really resonates from me um, actually comes from master die where he's like you know in times of war promises eventually just become hopes um you know yeah. we hope for this to happen it's not necessarily a sure thing anymore because it's such a tumultuous time, and nothing's really certain un- unless you can actually see it, right? Oh no, yeah, absolutely. Um, in this instance, seeing is believing for Cham and other Twilex Like they appreciate the help of Master Die mm-hmm. and, and Captain Keeley and his and the other clone troopers, but yeah, it's only so much aid. They're expecting more aid from the Republic because. They're a part of it and they expect to be helped in their time of need.
2: No, yeah, absolutely, Aiden. Char, what are your thoughts on uh, on the doubts that the Twileks have, especially Cham?
1: Well, I feel like they've always had them. Like, especially when you watch Bad Batch, Cham Syndulla has always been reluctant about the Republic and the Empire. Like in the time of Bad Batch, the Republic was still a, like a still existing thing they were just slowly transitioning into a different form of power um, but they've always been conscientious about who they should follow because Ryloth has always been a, like a really messed up planet and it's been seen in a different way as many other star systems in Star Wars Oh yeah, because like I said before I feel like the Twi'leks are subjected to a, a terrible life like there's a life of crime or yeah it's like and, and c- crime and slavery that's like the main thing of of twi'leks and ryloth and it's like they just want they just want their people to be helped oh yeah because absolutely. a lot of the times the, the Twilight people are just so corrupted by mm-hmm. by political propaganda from the war they want to just they just do things that are outside of what is right according yep. to what champs and doula believes so when they do that they just want what's best for their people No, oh, yeah like, absolutely. champs and doula is the embodiment of Ryloff. like oh, yeah. there's a character i made a video about this recently it was about babe fortuna and his cousin Bezer fortuna that's part of sardera's partisans and the reason why he because he's a fortuna they were born into a a world of they were they were born into a the powerful clan in the criminal underworld, but beezer resented that because his idol growing up was Chamsendula. so he became a very political person and mm-hmm. wanted to fight for Ryloth. And I just think that they just really want people, especially from the Republic, because they know that the separatists just only want pain and they want to just cause a bunch of turmo- uh, <laughs> turmoil for the turmoil. planet. There you go. So, yeah. Hey. Luke, it's my job to correct, not yours. Ah, well, <laughs> but, my turn. But, but no, like, I think that they're very stuck up about who should be helping them because all they want is
4: the best for their people. And they just want peace, too. Yeah, right. Because they want. Cause their, their world been, has been filled it's, with it's, just crime. Always, and... Ryloth's always been in a state of conflict, even always. outside of the Galactic Civil War Mm-hmm. or even the Clone Wars, just throughout the existence of the Star Wars galaxy, it's always been... Well, that's also why Harrison
1: Dula is such a big inspiration to everyone, not just because she's a very powerful female character, and she's yeah, such absolutely. an awesome character to follow in Rebels, mm-hmm. is that she comes from a family, she comes from a bloodline of freedom fighters. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's cool to see her evolution, because her dad was such an such an important part of the Clone Wars. And for the yeah. for the future of what's to become of the, the rebellion, it's like it's like they just want Ryloth to be saved. Oh, like, yeah, it they, it just never been free from anything.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, we lost Aiden for a second there, and then we got him back.
4: Sorry, my internet cut out. Sorry about that.
2: No, you're good. You're good. You're absolutely great. You're absolutely great.
4: Um, I'm trying to look at this
1: comment that um, scholar said. The yeah! Republic symbolically became the Empire as soon as the Clone Wars began. That scene at the end of Attack of the Clones with the Imperial March plane best shows that. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's weird thinking about those people that were relying on the Republic and the Separatists for their relief efforts because in reality they both just they were just subjects to they were just pawns for Palpatine's plans. Like It's, I feel so bad because I mean, yes, people were helped, but at the same time, everyone knew that the Republic was becoming corrupt. Everyone oh, yeah. knew that the separatists were not to be trusted because they always betrayed you and mm-hmm. they always, they always took everything you had and they promised all of these goods and money and food and everything, but they just, yeah, absolutely. they just lied to you. But the Republic, yeah. it's like, it's just like the, um, that one episode, um, about how everyone was convinced that the Republic has become the very thing that they swore to destroy, because if if people knew that they were becoming a tyranny,
2: it's like it's like the deleted scenes from the from episode three, the group. Don't, of
1: 3, don't tell 000. me the. Don't tell me the. Uh, the,
2: the delegation of five thousand Is it the delegation it, of five thousand? Isn't that what it's called? Are
1: right, you talking about the ones with um with? with Mon it's, it's basically
2: the, yeah. the beginning of the rebellion.
1: Yeah, that's no, what I would. Think I, I think about it. the the Order sixty six um animated. Oh.
4: Uh... oh yeah, those are rough. <laughs> the, the animatics. Those yeah. are really rough. That was... <laughs> those are really. really For those
1: rough. of you who are in the chat who hasn't seen that, go ahead and go watch, watch those. It. You'll, it's you'll, on Disney Plus. You will laugh so hard. Yeah,
2: go uh, on. Yeah watch yeah, all the
4: revenge of the sith deleted scenes you'll get a kick out of it. Oh yeah, it's
2: great. <laughs>
4: um so to
2: cover their escape, uh Jedi Master Unga Amagundi uh, Un- Amagundi um is uh making a path to where they can put a a, a gunship which they're not going to need, which is true. They they don't need it. Um he puts it in the one place so he so there's three entrances. One to the left, one down the middle, and then one to the right, which the Twilux are going to try to escape out of.
4: Yeah, into the mountains. Yep, yep, into
2: the mountains, back, back behind them. Which isn't really to the right. It's it should be more behind them, but uh, I digress. Um, so he comes up with the idea of blocking off that one part,
4: uh, and then uh... <laughs> what's um, what's very uh, sombering in that moment when he's you know, doing the, the map mm-hmm. with a stick yeah. is once he's done, um, captain Keely, you know, lets yeah. out this big sigh. And he's like, I'll go let the men know, which basically that tells you this is a one way. Like, this is, yes. this is it. And yeah, this, this is, is it. the end game. This is it for master die. And this is it for captain Keely and his clones. They're yeah, going and to I think that sacrifice themselves. That- to that part the of the Twilight.
1: story is so cool. Because I agree. That's yeah. the last time we see a clone commander on Ryloth, And then, you know, Hauser from Bad Batch replaces him. And that's yeah. who we see in Bad Batch from that time on. It's like Ryloff has changed so much from that that moment when I'm a D and Keely are surrounded by separatist forces yeah. to what happens in the Bad Batch. Because mm-hmm. I just. Are you guys fans of Hauser? Like, do you guys like? Yeah, I like Hauser. Yes. Yeah, I yes. like Hauser. Brothers, what are we doing?
3: <laughs> what are we
5: doing?
1: Um, no, it's like if Keely, Keeley was a very cool clone. I loved him. He's like what every single clone should stand for: this to sacrifice for
2: the Republic. And yeah. The yep the the classic. Yeah. For well, the Republic. I'm
1: a goon. D sacrifice was probably the most memorable in all the Star Wars. Um. Just because of like, not even just his name, but you know how heroic he is. Like yeah, He's absolutely. willing to sacrifice anything to keep their, keep what well, they stand for. And alive. not only
4: that, he also leaves um, uh, Gobi, who yeah. is Cham's second in command. He's like, hey, tell Cham, make sure you tell Cham to keep, faith in, the, to, to, that way, to keep faith in the Republic because help will come. It might not be from us, but help will come. And exactly. by the end of this episode, help does come, but it establishes Cham's attitude that we see in the Ryloth arc when Mace Windu encounters him for the first time. Yeah. Because absolutely. Cham's mindset was like, You guys didn't do enough the first time. Yeah. because this is technically the first battle of Ryloth yeah. in the Clone Wars. Yeah, absolutely. This is, supposed and to be the like... is the second battle of Ryloth in the Clone yeah, Wars? Yeah, it's supposed to be a like lot of...
1: way earlier in season one. This yeah, episode. exactly.
4: And it's kind of it's kind of <laughs> funny how there are so many planets with multiple battles on them, like uh-huh. two battles of Geonosis, three battles of Mygeeto, yeah. three battles of Felucia. Mm-hmm. They just keep fighting over these planets and whatnot, but it it kind of it sets cham in his attitude where he's like why should i trust in your aid now during the ryloth arc yeah and eventually absolutely. you know he comes to trust mace because of his actions right mm-hmm. because yeah cham established this mindset that the republic was going to take action in this episode and they did take action but to yep. cham it wasn't enough right yeah. Sending yeah, supplies and food is only a means to an end. It's going to keep us going for a little bit. The ultimate satisfaction that Cham will get, and we kind yeah. of see this in Bad Batch is that Ryloth is not being oppressed and it's at peace. That's yeah, all he wants. That's all, all he, that's he wants why, is
1: the liberation of Ryloth. That's yeah, all. That's why he wanted. has
4: this attitude. And I just I think it's really cool storytelling that even though this episode was released Later, chronologically, it ties in to that um, arc of On Ryloth where mm-hmm. we first, technically, first meet Cham, which is really cool to see that they're keeping in mind continuity. which oh, yeah, I absolutely. Really much appreciate. Oh, yeah,
5: yeah, and absolutely. I really want
1: to see I want to see Champs and Dula more in Bad Batch season two because yeah. I think his part in in Bad Batch season one was so great. I love that they brought him. They brought. I'm forgetting his wife's name. It um, starts with an I. Yeah. Um, and then Hera. I thought that was a very, very interesting part of the show that they gave us because we always knew Ryloth was oppressed, but now seeing the early stages of the Empire impacting them, it's just like the whole planet is in planet is in disarray. Like they don't know what to do. Orn Free not helping them, the Empire's not helping them, and and Rampart not helping them at all. Like the only hope that they have is Sindula and Hauser. That was the only two people. Well, I mean, maybe Gobi, but Sindula and his soldiers were the only main people that were effective at all. Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, yeah. It's just like giving them hope and whatnot. But we got a we got a Chaco, half of the diet in the forest on Saturdays. Uh, five. Uh, I think it's what it's five p.m. or seven p.m. Uh, um, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, he also has his own podcast, The High Ground. Uh, Aiden, as always, hair is gorgeous. Y'all Thanks, think Janko. I can pull off? We all shoot it. Y'all think I could pull that off? I mean, probably. I mean, it's it's.
1: Uh, I'm thinking, like, if Chaco were to have that hair, it's, it'd be like Snoop Dogg in, like, the early 1990s. Yeah! Back when he had that long, like, Cat Williams flow. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. <laughs> I,
2: I, I
4: will say, it takes dedication to uh, get this much hair. This has been... Oh, over, yeah. yeah, how long, how long has long it been? Has maybe it?
1: A, a year and a half, maybe?
4: Over, like, over a year.
1: Yeah, because I change. used to have hair like that. I used to have hair that went yeah. down to, like, my, my collarbone. Yeah. And it took me about a year and a half to grow, but like I, I always miss that hair. Like there's so much you could do with it. It can like get in the way sometimes, but it's just it's so fun to have that. Well, yeah, it's like, totally new
4: too, which is pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah like, no. like
1: before that, I never had long hair. Like my hair went all the way down to where yours is right now, and it's like I should have just kept it. Yeah. <laughs> I should have just kept it.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not even gonna try to pronounce uh, your name Lenny. Eleni, Eleni. See, that's easier to say, I will say. Um, uh, Malik, the Jedi Smart. uh, Go follow him on TikTok. He is also, I posted a video today with Aiden and uh, Malik's TikTok names. Let's get these two guys to 1,000 followers on TikTok. I think we could do it.
1: Whoa, Um, no way. Is that M Man 3161? No way. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's Malik's, that's Malik's like, that was like his initial name. On, oh, on oh is it really? Yeah, M Man thirty one sixty one.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: <laughs> I remember uh, because he was like one of like the first few people that I met in the Star Wars community that have uh, always just that I was always like like I flocked to him because to? he was just so cool to be around, and, and all of his conversations energy. are extremely yeah, uplifting, and he's got so many fun stories. Yeah, very absolutely. bad and very good, oh, and yeah, sometimes absolutely. really funny. But he is such a very. A very cool person to talk to. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Once again, Absolutely. for those of you in the chat that do not follow him on TikTok, go ahead and follow him at the underscore Jedi underscore spark.
2: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Chaco says, I'm not gonna die Sindula. Nice. Very Very nice, thanks, Jocko.
1: I don't think that was uh, the wife's name, but sure.
2: (laughs) No, no, yeah. Um, But getting back on track, like they use. I I think the funny part about this whole this episode is like when they put the gunship in there and the separatists show up, they're like, "Oh, it's a down gunship."
4: Oh my god! And the B ones throughout the entirety (laughs) of Clone Wars. Yeah. It's like Ohm One and Ohm Five. Go check out this gunship, gunship. (laughs) and these two clowns. Go to the (laughs) gunship and they're like, oh, I wonder if there'll be a bunch of clones in here. They open the gunship doors and it's just, you know, explosive barrels of what presumably is um, Rhydonium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which we see later on. And they're like, oh, it's just explosives. Explosives? Explosive. Yeah. (laughs) And And then then it blows up. And then the one clone's like, gotcha. And then he sets off the detonator. Oh, Oh, it was so, so good. Um, so
2: the Twileks are able to um, get away. Um, it's it's it, this whole thing, this death between oh. Keely and and Amaka Amakandi is is rough. It's really like the first real death, death, a Jedi death that we see on screen, right?
4: Uh, uh,
2: in the Clone Wars, not- at least.
4: No, because in season two, um, the guy who was keeping the uh,
2: – Oh, the Holocron, yet yeah. The Never Holocron. Mind. He's dead. Um, He's dead too. Yeah, that's what's right. What's his name? I forget.
4: Master Rapal or something yeah, like Master that. Yeah, Master Rapal for the Holocron heist. Yeah. That's right. The, 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 that the Rodian. I think he was like that's the Rodian. first yeah. minor Jedi death we got.
1: Yeah, that was know. the Rodian, yeah.
4: But like this Rodian, one – do
1: you want me to cut your bones? <laughs>
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, you know million. it's bad. All's oh, cool. You, you know it's bad when the uh, dramatic music starts. The dr- dramatic oh. score starts playing, and the droids roll up with thermal detonators.
0: Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash our world. You know someone's going to die. When, when, when the writers of the show
4: give battle droids like thermal detonators or some kind of explosive, something we don't normally see them with, it yeah, doesn't end well for the party on the opposite end.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean that that really got me. Like even just rewatching it, I knew it was gonna happen, but like it's still like a a really heavy death for a kid for a kids show. Like it was mm -hmm.
4: amazingly shot as well. And the uh, I really love the dialogue where um, I'm not done yet, General. We can do this, and then I'm gonna die. Is like let's make the end memorable. Yeah, and just. Absolutely. He starts He starts going through all the forms Absolutely. when he's attacking the super battle droids, like all the different lightsaber forms. And he does, like, you know, behind the back and all this cool stuff. And he's like, and then in his final seconds, he gets the communication. This is blockade runner. Oh, niner niner. We have broken through. And he's like, oh, the Twi'leks are safe. And then he gets gunned down. It's the true yeah.
1: hero sacrifice. Yeah. And it's like yeah. that reminded me of of if you guys ever played Halo 3. Yes. About yes. Sergeant Johnson at the end. Send uh-huh. me out. Yeah. With, with a with bang. Yeah. That's the exact same energy that, that I'm a Goundi gave. No, in yeah, this
2: absolutely. Episode. Absolutely. You know what the you know what the and the, like here's the other thing. Like when he goes down, like you see he looks up and he sees those escape pods flying over. Yeah and 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 dropping down and and he knows he kind of you kind of see it on his face he's like okay i can accept death because i know
4: yeah the twi'leks are gonna live to fight another day another day that's and, all that uh,
2: matters yep absolutely so that was a huge thing um captain Keeley has gone down uh d de- heavily lo- heavily wounded he receives word that a load of supplies is on its way and he dies content with the knowledge that the twi'leks will survive like we were just now talking, uh, the supplies are dropped uh, in front of Sindula's convoy, raising cheers and renewing hope. Um, back <clears throat> to Troideria. Uh Organa and Binks are uh, bidden farewell by uh, Katunko. Kutun- Katunko. Got it, Katunko. Katunko, guys, I got it. I got it this time um uh lot dodd steps in to protest and they have that the that they have broken the agreement a claim from which organa cheekily cheek cheekly demands proof he's like can you prove it that we did anything
4: yeah what's your evidence pal yeah
2: Yeah, what's your yeah what's your evidence what do you got nothing show me your are excited here
4: and then you know as lot dodd's walking away he's like uh, you you won't get away with this. I'll I'll get you, Senator Organa.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. He pulls being, the whole being
4: the sleaze ball that he is. You oh, know, yeah,
2: absolutely.
4: Ain't no bamboozling,
1: my good old buddy Bail Organa. No,
2: no, nope. no, 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 no. Um, he stor- Lock Dodd storms off, fuming. And Katunko K- 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 turns to the senators with the announcement that, in the light of these events, Toydaria may may be reconsidering her their stance uh of neutrality a news that greatly gladdens organa and binks so this is actually this moves into the first ever episode of ambush. the Wars called mm-hmm. ambush this is where they show up and they uh they, he's this is the where he goes well he lets bail know he goes uh contact master yoda and let the jedi council know that we are interested in talks
4: at the and, end and uh uh, one last thing um, that I want to add. Yeah, absolutely. This final interaction, uh, you know, Katunko's like, I don't know if the Republic has the strength to win this war, but I do know that the Republic has the heart
0: yes. to do what
4: is right, which ties back to the quote at the beginning of the episode, which is where there's a will, there's a way, which very much played, throughout this entire this theme played throughout the entire episode not only oh, yeah, on Toydaria but also on ryloth oh yeah mm-hmm. absolutely
1: and a lot of people use that quote in their regular lives So there's a will there's a way like that's it's said a very, all the time yeah a
2: very common quote yep mm-hmm. Oh yeah absolutely and that is going to be it for the clone wars episode season three <laughs> episode three
1: char all right are you ready yeah <clears throat> my segment for the three interesting facts will be about today's episode. Three interesting facts about a certain certain Clone Wars arc that you didn't know about until now. Part 9, the Supply Lines arc. Fact 1, another funny name for their fate. I'm a Goon D is the I'm gonna die joke from this episode, but also Republic Admiral Dao, his name is an anagram for DOA, which means dead on arrival, obviously, when he was on the very beginning of the episode, his... Mm -hmm. His ship obviously gets bombarded and he perishes. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. That, Fact I, two.
1: It. Fact two. Dow is a concept from the nineteen seventies. Admiral Dow was meant to be meant to resemble the sideburn wearing British imperial officers that we see from the nineteen seventies Star Wars. Because like Admiral Modi had those really long sideburns. Admiral Tag, Tag or Taggy Tag or whatever you want to call them had those really long sideburns, so he he uh-huh. was inspired by those Imperial officers.
4: Yeah, I, I kind of got the vibe if he had lived to the time of the Empire, he, he would have been wouldn't be of one Empire. of the defectors. He would... Oh! No, he wouldn't be. Oh, he wouldn't be. Okay. Yeah,
1: no. Fact three, a reappearing Twilight appears. As mentioned before, Gobi, one of Champs and soldiers, appears in different Star Wars media outside of the Clone Wars. He appears in The Bad Batch, he appears in star Wars rebels and he appears in the novel Lords of the Sith by Paul S. Kemp.
2: My favorite. No, one of my favorite canon books. Good book. Great story.
1: And great there book. you have it. Those are the three facts about the supply lines arc. Or episode, All if you'd right. Say. All Very right.
2: Cool. Awesome guys. It is now time for the ranking ranking of the episode. For those that are new here, thank you for joining us. Um, The rankings are Youngling equals bad, Padawan equals okay, Jedi Knight good, Jedi Master great Grandmaster chef's kiss.
1: I feel Um, like we should change Grandmaster to like Yoda's dinner.
2: Ooh. (laughs) That's a good idea.
1: Grandmaster is Yoda's dinner. We will shelf know. that. We'll shelf
2: just... that. But that, that's that's a good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody sounds... in the everybody in the chat that's here sounds inspiring. Um, let us know your ranking. Uh, Aiden, being our guest, what is your ranking of this uh, episode?
4: I know this is kind of a uh, one-off episode. It's you know it's the single. It's only one episode. It's not like a part of an arc, unless yeah. you want to consider it a part of the Ryloth arc, kind of parallel to it but uh, for me it has so many cool different elements um that were a part of the prequels the political stuff Mm -hmm. you know the manipulation of the sith and like the war itself like i mentioned earlier in the episode uh so for me um a lot of people might not share this ranking but i'm gonna give this one a jedi master
2: oh you're not you're not the only one you are not the only one uh chris star wars lawyer says padawan um St. Pat says Jedi Master. So there you go. You're you're not the only one, man. That's for sure. Um, Char, what's your ranking?
1: There are more of us, Aiden. There are more of us. I give this one a Jedi Master simply because of the fact that Cham Syndulla, his introduction to this show was great. Like, we find out what he's fighting for on Ryloth and yeah, we get the sacrifice of Ima Goondi, which was by far the most memorable sacrifice in the Clone Wars. Still, like hundred percent like yeah, every like time I watch it. Like he's like he's the epitome of a Jedi. And it's like it's so awesome to have him being this Jedi that we never knew that we didn't really care about prior or before him coming onto the screen, and then yeah. he becomes the one of the most memorable Jedi ever. So yeah, this one is definitely a Jedi Master.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm gonna give it a Jedi Knight. It was good. It wasn't great. I liked the stuff that we got from Undagundi, and then uh um also like getting Cham's perspective. I wish we would have saw more of Ryloff there, but I get it, like I said earlier yeah, in the episode. Mean. Like it's it's the political side, like it was great. Like, don't get me wrong, like like uh seeing Bale and Jar Jar do their thing was it was was cool was okay i just would have liked to see more of the struggle with the um with the Twilight's, but it's not a bad episode uh, it's just just good for me I, I well did, you definitely see the,
1: the the struggle of the Twilight's later on in the clone wars yes yeah mm-hmm.
2: absolutely absolutely probably jedi master uh scholar says i'm a gun die's death scene alone gives it that rank for me see it,
1: yeah, his sacrifice is a is it, very important. It's very
2: big, very very important, very big. Especially if you look at it from the like Ryloth perspective, yeah, perspective as well. So I mean, I get it. Um, it just didn't hit the same way for me. But it, that's
4: completely fair. You know? Yeah. It's all subjective. No. Yeah, yeah it's all absolutely. about the
1: way you see it and how mm-hmm. you because TV's TV shows and movies are about an experience. And mm-hmm. I saw this episode years ago. Oh yeah. And I remember when I was 10, 11 years old watching I'm a sacrifice himself and I was just like, This guy is this guy's amazing. I love him. Like this like just he's just like a Jedi it was just what a Jedi is, no emotion, just fighting for fighting for light and life and is focusing on the betterment of the people. Yeah. And if it was to sacrifice himself and same with Keeley, then so be it.
2: So be it. And that's yeah. the way that's the way of the Jedi. I mean, and there's a the lot of High War Republic. Is sometimes. And and that's like, the way the Jedi and the High Republic are. Mm-hmm. For Light and Life.
1: They gave I'm trying to think like what other movie was it like because I'm a Goon D uh, gave them time to to get their forces and was like give them. Saving time to saving Private Ryan? Maybe. Um
2: when Tom Hanks' character kind of just, like, sacrifices himself so that they can blow up the bridge at the end.
0: Every day, my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secureourworld.
2: Israel is 5,690 miles away from the U.S., 11 hours by plane. Hate travels faster. In a comment in a post in a second Jewish hate is up 388% in the US Black hate, Muslim hate and Asian hate are up too When one hate rises, they all do Let's stand up to all hate together Share and wear the blue square from standuptojewishhate.org For yeah, the American like, yeah, gate, it's, it's I feel to it's similar to that, similar like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like if it wasn't for their sacrifice, what would have happened?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's I definitely. feel like that's a like a very, very war like trend movie trend. You have,
1: yeah, you have to think about that. Like no, yeah, how absolutely. important that his sacrifice was for Ryloth and the Republic.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. Without so. without his sacrifice, Ryloth would have been in trouble. It would have yeah. been in more trouble than we see it in the Ryloth arc. Um <laughs> Harith says Padawan. I get it. I understand it. I get it. Um but I mean it's 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 not an Umbara, it's not a mortis, but like here's the thing, people. We're getting to the heavy hitters. We are yeah. gonna be in, in two short months. I know it's I know months, I get that, but time flies. We are gonna be hitting some of the classic Clone Wars arcs.
1: Yeah, season three,
4: it's where it gets. Oh, intense. this
2: season just does so much for this
4: uh show.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean,
4: just looking at the first three episodes, like, you know, Arc, like, Arc Troopers, which is the episode right before this one Yes, in release order, mm-hmm. there's a lot of death in Season 3. Like, yes. the stakes are risen. It's a lot. Season 3 really ups the ante in terms of how intense the Clone Wars is. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to come. Like you said, Luke, a lot of heavy hitters are coming, which is exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah like this
1: like and... this part of the Clone Wars is where most fans get mo- more emotionally invested in. Because yes, this absolutely. is the part where all the sacrifices happen, where all the, the the story storytelling comes in with not even just the main characters with Anakin, Obi-Wan Ahsoka, and the Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. We're talking about multiple you got the you got Honda Wanaka still being relevant. You got characters that are coming in into season four and five that are a pretty big deal. And it's just, it's only up from here. Oh, yeah. It's going to get way more intense, way more action-packed, and it's going to be a lot more death, and it's going to be a lot more everything.
2: No, yeah, absolutely. It's going to be great, and I can't wait to get to all those arcs. Uh, We're moving along. like Just to think, we started this uh, in June, in the first season. We're already two seasons in, and we're on our third, and we've had so many guests, so many great people on. Um it, it's going to be great. Um but let's get into Star Wars news.
1: Let's get into it. Let's do let's it. Let's
2: get into it. Um I don't know what's if the, everybody
1: What's on the table today, Luke? What do we have in score? Um,
2: on the table what we're cooking up uh so i don't know if anybody here on uh, has heard of the rumors uh a couple of days ago it was reported that mando had shut down filming due to covid cases and during uh um because la is a pretty hot pretty big hot spot for covid19 right now um and it was also said um I think it was like a day later, a couple of sites had gotten like three or more sources saying, no, that's not the case. Uh, we're right on track We're we're good to go. Um, which was good because everybody was freaking out when they heard that. Um, and I mean, let's be real saying that we're delaying that we're, they're stopping filming could be for a day. It could be for a week, but like, I feel like they're so close to wrapping. Yeah. That like, it's almost like, uh, you know, it might not even affect the release date. Yeah, it
1: so won't I mean, even be that long of a hiatus, in my opinion. It won't even, it'll it'll be like at tops, it'll be maybe a month.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah. And not only that, like, people have to realize we're getting a whole lot of Star Wars this year. And, you know, I was always under the impression that Mando Season 3, if at all, was going to come at the very end of this year or early on into 2023. That's kind of yeah. the instinct I had about it. So oh, yeah, I don't, totally. and, and and like you said, Luke, it's the, the report was kind of overturned a day later. So I don't think anyone really has anything to be concerned about uh, in terms yeah. of Star Wars content, you know, in terms of the Mandalorian and, and all the live action television shows. I think we're doing just fine on that front.
2: No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I did see this.
1: The Bo Katan show, Bo-Katan show rumors show uh, rumors.
2: oh it's weird really that Bo Katan could get a spinoff as well. Interesting. Um I think I th- Bo Katan is an interesting character. We get to her in the Clone Wars, like she's really well done. Do I think she can handle do, do I th- she can handle a show? Absolutely. Like, do i think that we need a show for Bo-Katan? specifically I her? Know. i don't think so i don't know
1: she's like my, my she's known question, for being a very good supporting character yeah i don't think she's true. ever been really seen as a main character
4: yeah absolutely uh, i i guess for me it would depend upon when the series takes place ultimately right yeah, no, would, are, would it take are,
1: place before the Clone Wars? Would it take it, place it, before Mandalorian season two? Like, like where is it, it is it
4: during the spots of Clone Wars we didn't see? Is it after Mando season two or season uh before season three? Which you know, if this is I don't I don't know if they or would maybe, do that. Or maybe
1: it'll be after Rebels.
4: Yeah, who knows, is. right? There there are so many possibilities, but I would get invested depending on the time period of when the show takes place. And for me, that would probably be, and that's fair, something like maybe before the clone wars or after rebels, where we kind of see the fallout of oh, yeah. what happened on Mandalore. That would be that at least to me, that sounds very interesting.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. And also you have to think about it though, with the Ahsoka show, with the Ahsoka show coming out, you have to think that maybe if the Bo-Katan show does come out, wouldn't those two kind of have a little bit of a connection with each other? like, Because it's just like Mandalorian Season 2 with the Book of Boba Fett, you know? It's like they yep. take place in the same timeline. They're, they're slightly interconnected. I mean, they're in the same timeline, but Boba Fett mm-hmm. was brought back
4: from Mandalorian, but it takes place in the same time. Well, And and, and, and point to the fact that Bo-Katan knows where Ahsoka is in the first place, yeah. right? That just yeah. shows yeah, the like connection how she that them. they have, right? So I definitely could see Maybe her appearing in the Ahsoka show to some extent, possibly not saying she will, mm-hmm. but that could be an avenue for another spinoff. Like you were saying, Char, how Boba Fett is to the Mandalorian.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Luke, do you mind, you mind uh, clicking on a scholar's comment right there? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah I feel like this is a good uh, concept for what the show could be about for Bo-Katan, how she lost the dark saber to Moff Gideon and, what is the current status of Mandalore? Because oh yeah, she's well aware that Mandalore is is done. Like it's it's grass. been it's been over, overtaken by the Empire. It's the power there is just completely different. It's different from what we see in the Clone Wars with yeah. Almec and Satine. It's mm-hmm. a whole different landscape. Oh, so yeah. so her telling the story in her eyes of what Mandalore is like would be. I think it'd be pretty interesting and it would really spark up some interest in some of the content creator's eyes. Like maybe Ju- like Julia Christine, like she's really oh, into have... with the teen. Yes. And Satine and the, and the Kree's Kenobi family. And, 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 yeah. and also like Mara J Skywalker with the, with her being yeah, such, so invested with the lore of the darksaber. It's like, yeah. this, this is a very good show for some people.
2: Yeah. It's mm-hmm. going to be interesting. Um, Book of Boba Fett. We got chapter three. Quick thoughts. Um, we are going to be doing roundtable, just like everybody. Just to let everybody know, roundtable tomorrow. We got some amazing guests for tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Uh, you guys aren't gonna, you aren't going to want to miss it. Um, we'll go into a little detail, but we won't go into heavy detail. We won't go into heavy detail. I promise.
1: I unfortunately will not be attending the.
2: Oh yeah, give us your thoughts the, the now, watch then, table. Char.
1: So my thoughts in the episode, they were, it's, it was better than the first episode, not as good as the second episode, but it was moderate. Like if I were to scale this out of 10, I would give it maybe a low eight out of 10. Like it was okay. Like it was cool to see some of the things like spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen the book. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Um, yeah. But I really like the, um, the character of Drash, who's Sophie Thatcher's character the girl that we were always that we were speculating who that was her, da- her yeah. name is trash she works in the in the workers district um we don't know much about her i would like to know more about her uh we get the fight between boba and black Crescent, which i thought was the most unexpected thing i've ever seen in star wars like we just got off from seeing boba's tribe of tuscans being being killed and then we immediately transition to him in the tank and then he gets choked out by black Crescent. like it's
2: Oh, that I thought that I... scene was
1: really cool. And then we get the rancor, which oh my god, I did not expect a rancor to be in this show, and we did. And I didn't, ex- I initially didn't expect any huts to be in the show, but there mm. was. Mm-hmm. So my ex- my expectations are turning every single episode that comes out. So yeah. yeah, I would give this episode an eight out of 10. Um, I thought the, the pacing was a bit slow. Um,
5: yeah.
1: it's I don't know, but we can't beat down this episode because we're we're ha- we're almost halfway there. We're almost halfway yes. to the end of the season or the oh, end yeah. of the show if oh, yeah. there's gonna be a season two. I don't know. I think
2: there's gonna be a season two.
1: I hope hope I, I hope so. I, I would, don't I, don't would know. Cry, I would cry I would cry if think it's not a season it's, two.
4: It's all gonna depend on how this season plays out, I feel
1: oh yeah absolutely and you have to think about what the end goal is. Like you have to think about what are Boba and Fennec aiming for. Mm-hmm. and who are they going to see who are they going to fight who are they going to have to deal with in terms of yeah. the criminal underworld and who who are they going to make who are they going to be talking business with because i know from the trailer we get we get introduced to those three families the clatoonians the aqualish and yes the, the trandoshans which is mm-hmm. who we see in the trailer mm-hmm. so that yep. um you know the, the the table is like i have a proposal that'll be beautiful that'll be mutually beneficial And what corporation Mm. can make us all rich like those guys in the show. Like we are just getting introduced to those. So those guys are going to be a very important part of the show, in my opinion. And I think that maybe other bounty hunters are kind of connected with those groups because Bib Fortuna just decided to just divide the entire planet of Tatooine. Yeah, that's for sure. That's the elements comment. All I know is the don't care. Or don't scare easily. And the pikes aren't enough to scare them
4: also. I agree We all with know that. what's going to happen.
2: I agree, Element. I, I, I... horribly
4: agree with that. Oh, all geez. I know what's going to happen we go. is there's Here a we girl go. by the a name of... A wild
2: Quinlan boss disappeared. <laughs> <has> <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ah.
1: And I remember um, everyone wants to see a girl by the name of Amelia Clark just pull up in the show
2: mommy i feel sorry. like that's what everyone's wishes they
1: just want to see kira mommy, they want sorry. to see her after the events of the crimson rain comics they they just want to see her everyone wants mm-hmm. to see her yeah i want to see her luke wants to see her Aiden, oh, yeah. i'm sure you want to see her yep everyone wants to see kira we haven't seen kira in star wars for over almost over three years, years? Yeah, almost years? Almost, years yeah almost four years almost four yeah may of 2018 mm-hmm. that was the last time she was in a star well, wars i mean
4: I mean, on screen, but yeah,
1: yeah, live it, yeah. action. We haven't seen Amelia Clark in Star Wars for almost four years, and oh, yeah. she has said multiple times that she wants to come back on screen to portray Kira. So, this is a golden time to like. I think that her, <laughs> the, Quinlan Vos, but Crimson Dawn and the Bounty Hunters they employ is the only syndicate they can scare the Huts back to Hutta.
2: That's true. Yep, I agree. I agree with that. I agree that with I agree with that. That's a lot.
1: true because the huts leave because they know that there's a there's an incoming force to Tatooine. Mm-hmm. It's like who could that be? Like it only leads to Crimson Dawn. Like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, yeah. what other crime syndicate now is over here tearing up the entire galaxy right now? Like, we, yeah. we know
4: Kira is still alive. And, we and all... yeah, and just uh, just uh. Um, going back to the episode, uh, I, I, did enjoy this episode. Um, I, I, did score it the same as char. I, uh, mm-hmm. I did uh, give it an eight out of 10. Um, uh, for me personally, I wanted, um, more stuff in present day, um, which yeah. I got in this episode. So I was very much, uh, happy about that. Um, probably my favorite, uh, set of scenes, um, took place with, um, with, uh, Boba, you know, um danny trejo as the rancor trainer and the 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 uh rancor calf um and it kind of that scene um it's i kinda, saw that tweet it kinda, by daniel logan <laughs> it, it kind of yeah, we'll connects it, it kind of connects to multiple things like it kind of emphasizes why the rancor reaction had that reaction when you know luke killed the rancor in episode six and um this is very much a deep cut, and I'm going to look like such a big nerd. But, oh, dude, um, it's okay. That's what we're here for. In, in the Star Wars Connect uh, video game, there is this mode called um, Rancor Rampage. And um, in this mode, you can play on different planets. And one of those planets is actually Felucia, and you can play on Tatooine as well. But what I want to talk about is what happens on Felucia is basically – the Rancor you play as was actually a a Rancor that was kind of domesticated and was kind of a a pet to a Mm -hmm. young girl of... So you guys remember like the the farmers from the Bounty Hunters episode? Mm -hmm. She was of that species, and basically it got to the point where the Rancor was too big, so he was taking up too much space, and she kind of had to let him go. And it's a very short cutscene in the game, But you can kind of see the connection between her and the Rancor. So this idea of Rancors being complex creatures, like Danny Trejo said in the episode, Mm -hmm. um, it has been previously established. And it's really cool to see that they're kind of picking up on different elements and kind of fleshing out something as simple as a creature in Star Mm -hmm. Wars.
2: Yeah. Element says, could we see Ochi? The Crimson Dawn. Is, I think it's likely. I think, I think could it could be. Tomb. I think so. I he's also in Crimson Rage. Rain. Yes, he mm-hmm. is also in Crim- he Crimson is. Rain as well. And also,
1: like if, going off of what Aiden said before with how he wanted more present-day Boba in the third episode. And I totally agree with you because the second yeah. episode was... The whole story was him becoming a Tuscan, And it was all in the past. Mm-hmm. And in the third episode, it's not really much present because... Because once we find out that the Tuscans were eliminated, we don't really need yeah. much. We don't need to see that. Like it's it's interesting to see where he goes and how he ran into the Pikes beforehand.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: and yeah, I just want to see more of present Boba. I want to see the crime lord Boba. I want to see the Lord Fett go crazy. Yeah,
4: and, and, I, and I do want to make it clear that I also have thoroughly enjoyed the flashback. So I'm not saying yeah, yeah, yeah. who hasn't, you know? It's I'm not saying they've taken away from the show. I'm just saying I'm happy that we've got more of present day in this episode. Yeah. Um
2: I like I said I'll be on the on the round table so I don't want to say too much, but um I really like this episode. I really like this episode. Um there were parts of it I didn't think were necessary. Or like they kind of botched some things, but like I said, I'll get go more into detail then. Um but like it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. Um like we said, we only have like seven, like four more episodes or three more we episodes only have four left. More. Three.
1: No, we're four. There's oh, seven four. episodes. Yeah,
2: sorry. Five. I I I I jumped ahead. Mm-hmm. Who um So a little funny thing, a little funny thing here. Um, Daniel Logan uh, tweeted out a picture of him, uh, photoshopped his face on the uh, young Boba actor. Um, This guy said on uh, Instagram, uh, not watching this crap because they didn't cast you, the real Boba. And he goes, Steve, give it a chance. You never know who will show up. Now it has everybody talking like, "Oh, are we going to see Daniel Logan? Are we going to see? Are Boba we going to see Clone Wars Boba? Are we going to see Clone Wars Boba? Because Daniel
1: Logan was also the voice for Boba in Clone yes, he Wars. He
2: was absolutely he was. Yeah, so it, yes, it would be yes. a perfect
1: connection, and like it would hmm, be. That, that
4: creates a lot of theories.
1: No, oh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Where
4: we can see his flashbacks.
1: That'd
2: be neat. Oh, yeah,
4: I, my my only kind of pushback on that would be. Yeah, the the farthest well, I, you know the farthest we've seen is, you know like ten year old Boba watching Django leave. I'm just wondering how a story where Boba's a little well. I don't know. I've kind of lost my train of thought, but I just if it does happen where we do see like a teenage Boba, it would be interesting to see how they play with that story element. In the episodes, if it does happen,
2: oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but guys, I think that's going to be an. That episode. is the
1: end of the episode. I say and that we've already we've covered a lot. Yeah, we've covered the episode. We covered the Daniel Logan tweet. We covered my thoughts on the on episode three, and yep. yeah, we've it's pretty much. The end right here. So no, yeah. Until next Aiden, time, of course.
2: Aiden, uh, where can the good people follow you on the social medias?
4: Uh, you can find me mainly on TikTok at Aiden Talks Star Wars Topics. I also have a YouTube channel by the same name. That being said, I haven't posted there in a while, but I am planning on posting more videos to my YouTube channel. Um, I talk about what's going on in star wars you know news i talk i give my thoughts on any relevant star wars content whether that be the shows or the books yep and uh i also like to once in a while um uh give out theories on all sorts of star wars content and most important of all i just like talking star wars hex
2: yeah Get this man to a thousand followers on on TikTok. We're so on a that quest. He can go. The
1: quest is to get him to one, one zero thousand, zero zero
2: one thousand <laughs> on TikTok. We've got a goal, and and I challenge everybody: go follow, go go discover somebody, because you never know when you're gonna find a diamond in the rough that's gonna be like it's such a great content. Aiden is one of them. Yeah. Um, and he's very underrated. Go follow his stuff. It's it's awesome. Char, where can the good people follow you?
1: Good people. That's you, 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 you. I don't know where you guys are. But anyway, oh, yeah. you can find me on TikTok at CharCharJ. Um, and you can find me here at the Pod Wants podcast every Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Talking about Clone Wars arcs, Book of Boba Fett, and the roundtables for the Book of Boba Fett. So there you can find me. And if you haven't already, I mean, if you're here, why haven't you already, but go ahead and subscribe to the pod ones podcast. And we give it a like, hit, we hit a hundred subscribers last week, which was an amazing milestone for this channel. Luke, yeah, I know absolutely. you're very grateful about it. And as am yeah. I, and, um, and yeah, it's great having all of you here and yeah. us talking and blabbering on about star Wars for the past hour and a half. So yeah, thank you guys so much for joining. And, um, yeah, may the force be with you always and forever. And Luke.
2: And for light and for life, there you guys go. can all follow uh the channel on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram, Pod Ones Pod, uh Pod Ones the Pod Ones Podcast and Pod Ones on Twitter. Again, like Char said, for Light and for Life, we're all the Republic. Now you can say it.
1: <laughs> what, well, for, for Light and
2: Life?
1: No. May the uh, force oh, be with you. May the force be with you, always. Ah, there you go. <laughs> Bye, thank you guys all for coming in, and uh, I hope you guys have a great remainder of your night. Thanks.
5: Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, Who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes, and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com/audio. That's e t h o s life.com/audio.